0: Hooking and hunting outdoors with your host Drew Kirby. haw Okay, okay. Holy oh cow! Can I have your attention, please? Hey, this is Luke Holmes. I am Morgan Wallen. I'm Riley Green. I'm Travis Denny. Hey, I'm Aaron Lewis. Hey, it's Luke Bryan. I'm Tim McGraw. What's up? This is Ian Munsey. Ah, uh, this is Craig Moore. And you're listening to Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors. My Country 95.5. Thanks so much for
1: coming in and joining us here on this great program. We've got a lot to cover today. As a matter of fact, today is the first day of a new contest. If you're a fisherman, woman, kid, or family, we want to see you catching and releasing. All you have to do is take a picture and it could score you a pretty cool prize. We'll tell you about that later on the, the in the show. We're talking aquatic invasive species as you're preparing to get out on the water with your boats or maybe you're buying a new boat. We'll tell you the steps you need to take to make sure that we're keeping the waters clean here in Wyoming and Brian from Rocky Mountain Discount Sports is here. We're talking baits. Yep, it's fishing time. Let's get to it. What do he say?
0: My Country 95.5 Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors with Drew Kirby. If you have a question, want to make a comment, or have an idea for a show topic, message us on the My Country mobile app. My Country 95.5 hooking and hunting outdoors on My Country 95.5. All
1: right, every week we have Game and Fishing here and uh, Janet and Brian and Eric and Janet, you sound a little under the weather.
2: I think just like everybody, we're having our challenges this week, but um, everybody's getting better and we're, we're getting ready to get back outside again and looking forward to some warmer days.
1: So we had a, a question and we, we always do get questions. You guys are great about answering this. I'm going to ask this question and then we can kind of uh, dive off the diving board of, uh, of boating. But uh, the questions from Tom says, I'm 35 and buying a boat for the this spring. Do I have to have a special boating license to be legal to take the boat on reservoirs or uh, around Wyoming? And there may be those that are uh, getting a boat for the first time or, uh, you know, looking at getting a boat. And what's the process when it comes to boating here in Wyoming?
2: Well, you know, um, kind of the way he phrased the question is, is, can kind of lead to a couple different answers. And first of all, you don't need a separate driver's license, so to speak, for driving a boat. So you don't have to go have some sort of special training. There are online trainings available if you do want to know the rules and regulations um, around boating. For example, when do you need to have lights on your boat and you know, who has the right of way in, in different situations. So that is something that if, if you are a new boat owner, Tom, I would suggest um, checking out some of that stuff. And a lot of that you can find on places like iboat.com and, and things like that. So, so check that out. But as far as registering and having all of that, Brian is the man with all the answers. Yeah,
3: of course, all the answers, but um, it pretty frequently, During the spring and summer, we have folks bringing in new boats, um, brand new boats and used boats. And the most important thing is you have to get your HIN or the ID number off the boat, um, inspected by the Game and Fish or other law enforcement. And like I say, just call the Game and Fish office, uh, set up an appointment, come up here and uh, we can uh, fill out the paperwork for you. And you will take that paperwork, the HIN inspection paperwork down to the courthouse, along with um, your, a uh, motorized bill of sale. So if you bought it from another buddy or something like that, make sure it's a notarized bill of sale. If you don't know what one looks like, go to Natrona County's website and uh, they have a copy on there that you can use, print off and actually use that. And they actually prefer that. Go down to the courthouse with those two pieces of paper, come back to the Game and Fish. After you get that taken care of, you'll be bringing back a title for your boat and the uh, sales tax receipt that you paid your taxes. And then we can get the, the registration number for you, and then you're set, ready to go, you know, on the water. And uh, like I say, besides registering a boat, um, the one thing that is included in that registration is your AIS sticker. And that's why Eric's here, so he can tell you about how important that is to uh, have that also.
2: And AIS is, is a pretty, you know, great great um, acronym that we always use but it stands for aquatic invasive species program and it is one of our highest priorities in game and fish and that's why eric is one of our most favorite people in the world is because he does help um, do a lot of the monitoring for these invasive creatures that might be in the water that come from you know boats or other water users um, that are coming from out of state in and if you're a new boat owner, some of this stuff can be kind of confusing. So Eric, do you want to clue us in a little bit?
4: Yeah, so like Brian was saying, uh, when you get your registration, you can get that AIS decal uh, wrapped up in there. And our AIS decal sales actually go to help support our programs. So that helps uh, fund our technicians at our check stations, and keeping those really keen eyes on, you know, watercraft coming into the state, moving around the state, making sure that they're uh, clean, drain and dry. Uh, The main thing we want folks to remember is, you know, if there's any standing water, mud or debris, that's really what we're looking for. And we can also do those boat inspections at the same time when they come to do their registration and everything and get them all legal and ready to go and make sure that their boats are clean and ready to hit the water. Um, it's a quick inspection usually takes less than a few minutes to do um, we're happy to answer any questions that folks have about the different invasive species that we're trying to keep out of wyoming and also from spreading around wyoming for awesome
1: let's hold right there eric we'll get back into the discussion about aquatic invasive species in just a few minutes here on wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors again if you have a question for game and fish you can hit us up on the station's app. It'll come right to us. We'll get the question answered for you. And you can listen to all of our past episodes on demand inside the radio station app.
0: Listening to Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors, My Country, 955.
1: Thank you so much for joining us and sticking around here on Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors. We're talking aquatic invasive species this morning as we're all going to get out on the water at some point this spring. Maybe going fishing, maybe going skiing a little later on. You got to make sure that you're all legit with the proper forms and stickers and decals and inspections. We have with us today, of course, Janet, Brian Olson, and Eric Hansen. Eric is the aquatic invasive species specialist here in the Casper region. So with with fishing being so popular here, people may travel to Colorado or South Dakota or Montana to go to a fishing tournament and take their own boat. When they come back, do they need to have an inspection done again?
4: Yes. So uh, the way the regulations are written in Wyoming, any boat that's left the state and is coming back into the state any time of the year needs to have an inspection before launching and also even uh, boats that haven't been used on the off-season we still require an inspection anytime from March 1st to November 30th and that's for all watercraft.
2: And Eric brings up a pretty good point there that we actually have a lot of people in Wyoming that take their boats down to places like Lake Powell, Lake Mead that stay a little bit warmer all season round that, that use it throughout the winter and they come back and those are two positive waters and so oftentimes we spend a lot of our march, you know, doing decons on those boats, making sure that they're safe to go launch again back in Wyoming. And and this is a good time to, you know, remind people, if you bought a new boat, where did it come from? We don't know. We need to inspect. If you headed out of state with your boat for the winter, we don't know where it's been. We need to inspect.
1: So even if someone buys a boat from a dealer here in Wyoming, uh, they they have to have the, the inspection done, right? I just want to be clear on that. So, so no one has any questions there.
4: Yep. Uh, so if it's the first time the boat's being used, it needs to have an inspection on it. Um, a lot of dealer boats can come from, uh, different parts of the country that may have infested waters where they tested those boats on. Um, so, yeah, we do check those, and anytime that you pass an open check station uh, in your route of travel as well, that you need to stop in and at least show proof of prior inspection.
1: So, what can someone do if they know that, that they've been out of state and they're going to have to come back? How can they prep their boat to make sure that it's cleaned? Um, so, that's a good question, and uh, we actually
4: work very closely with most of our Western state partners and their AIS programs, um, all trying to do the same common goal of making sure everything's clean before coming into the state. Uh, So a lot of inspections in a lot of states like Colorado, Montana, we do recognize their inspections and if they have all their paperwork and everything, we can sign off on those inspections that they're good to launch. Um,
2: Like many things that we've talked about in Game and Fish, we are confusing and we understand that. So give us a call. Eric and his team are are really fantastic at working with people to try and meet people to do inspections um, on their schedule, make appointments for folks to come into the office. Um, You know, if you're in doubt, let's just get it checked out. I mean, it's a pretty easy, hey, maybe I just came up with a slogan. Um, But it really is kind of a, a, a pretty easy process that is, is so hard to explain to people the ramifications of what happens if you don't do something that's super simple. Um, you know, you can't see a lot of these invasive species, you may launch them, they get into the waters of Wyoming and poof, the North Platte River fishery is gone. Um, you know, things like that are are huge. And even if you're not water users, so to speak, for fishing or recreation, All of these aquatic invasive species that may hit the state could very well impact um, electrical users because your cost goes up because now, you know, there's issues with how we create electricity using different different methods. So it really can become something that affects everybody. And so just a little bit of time. and, And I think we all recognize that it can be out of our way sometimes, but having a good attitude and making sure that we're doing what's best for our resource um, really can go a long ways.
1: And it's simple to, to find out more information from Game & Fish. WGFD.YO.GOV is where you can go, or you can just contact Game & Fish here in Casper. Janet, Brian, and Eric, thank you guys so much. We're looking forward to a very healthy and fun spring. Find out more from Game and & Fish and ask questions Right inside our radio station app.
0: Wyoming, hook, homing, hooking and hunting outdoors on my country, 95.5.
1: Hanging on, Rocky Mountain Discount Sports where spring is in the air. And you can tell that by all the fishing poles that are out there and, and all the folks that are lingering in the, uh, the bait aisle. Lots of people out here today getting ready for the weekend. Lots of lots
5: of new products, lots of new uh colors and different rapala's and flicker shads and soft plastics. We're um really in stock pretty well and there's there's some neat stuff
1: out there. So when it comes to this time of the the season, what do you recommend color wise? Because you know, the water's a little different than it'll be in the mid summer, but starting out in the spring here, you know, what what do you think?
5: For the walleye guys, you know, a lot of guys are really just sticking to the live bait right now. Um, Fish seem to be a little more lethargic, but uh, I definitely am am one that thinks that, you know, if you fish slow, they're going to bite slow, and if you fish aggressively, they're going to hit aggressively. So uh, anything with a a minnow-type presentation, you know, there's a lot of uh, fatheads in in these uh, reservoirs for bait. Uh, Fatheads and shiners probably are are two primary baits. Um so anything that would kind of represent those colors I really I'm really a big fan of white and uh they make like a smoking shad color that I really like as well.
1: So I I drove by Boyson uh this week and there's still a little bit of ice in in some of the areas but it's really starting to open up and that's kind of the situation we're with all the the area uh reservoirs.
5: Yeah, uh you know Gray Rocks opened up first uh uh, Glendo is open up now uh, There's parts of in that Are fishable uh, We're still probably a week or two out From Pathfinder and Alcova At least to access the majority of the lake I think there's a few pockets here and there Guys have put a canoe on just to say they were first on but, uh, yeah, we got another week or two, and uh, the ice should be gone. Uh, they're going to start flushing the river this uh, weekend, so uh, that's going to move some water downriver, and that's going to keep
1: things uh, opening up, too. Lots of families uh, have been out. We've had really nice uh, weather the last couple weeks, and uh, families have been out, and it's, it's nice to see all the little kids that are out there you know, fishing with mom and dad and got their little rod and reel yeah
5: this spring break, you know we just got got through most of it for most of the state here, probably. and uh, a lot a lot of moms and dads trying to find things for their kids to do and you know, buying new fishing poles and hitting some of the ponds and some of the some of the the rivers that are nearby and just getting kids out and getting them that experience. and uh, you know it's it's not all it's not always about
1: catching. We uh, were just a couple of weeks away from Easter and one of my favorite things as a kid was Easter morning you wake up and you know there might be a a bunny under there or a piece of chocolate but there was always a fishing rod right you know it's always a, a kind of a fun springtime gift.
5: Yeah, you know, parents are always looking for that non-candy type of, you know, alternative for for their for their Easter baskets, and so, you know, did
1: fishing lures and the and fishing poles. I mean, that those make great little gifts. Springtime is a good time to get out and do some hiking, but you need your, you know, your first aid kits and, and all that too, because you know you get out there, you haven't done it for six months, and it's kind of rough.
5: Yeah, yeah. Uh... You know, I heard saw that joke the other day that you know my swimsuit doesn't fit, but my flip-flops still fit pretty well. Uh, you know, yeah, we've got a lot of a lot of things like you know Camelback backpacks and uh, you know that stuff that people use for the for hiking, and there's still plenty of snow up on the mountains, so we're still seeing a lot of people you know that are that are taking snowshoes up and and hitting some of those Nordic trails. So uh, yeah, there's there's quite a bit to do still right now. Come out and
1: see the entire lineup here at Rocky Mountain Discount Sports.
0: I mean, Hooking and hunting outdoors on my country, 95.5. Thanks
1: so much for sticking around and listening to the program today. And here at Rocky Mountain Sports uh, Discount Sports uh, with Brian Woodward. And uh, Brian and I have been talking about doing some, some fishing this spring. And we want to see how much fishing you're doing this spring. Uh, and, and Brian, we decided to do a little bit of a contest. Yeah, you know, we've,
5: uh, I'm a big advocate of catch and release. I mean, I'm also an advocate of you know selective harvest. So, But this time of year, uh, especially with the uh, spawn going on for not only the trout but the walleyes, uh, just a, a little conservation-minded, we uh, thought we'd kind of put together a little catch and release photo contest.
1: Yeah, and, and really all you have to do is when you catch a fish, you take a picture, you release the fish, and then you post it on the uh Rocky Mountain Discount Sport Casper Facebook page.
5: Yeah, and then what we're gonna do is uh we'll run this program for the month and uh we'll draw a couple winners, but uh we'll do hundred dollars for uh just gonna be a random. It's not gonna be based on the biggest fish or yeah, right. or the prettiest one or who has the prettiest eyes. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, we'll uh post it to our to our uh facebook page and then uh, we'll put your name in a drawing and then uh, at the end of the month we'll we'll draw a hundred dollar winner gift card
1: winner and then we'll do we'll do a fifty dollar card as, as well okay so all you have to do is show us your catch i mean everybody likes to show off what they catch anyway and it's got to be this year's catch no oh, yeah. no old photos drew there you go yeah <laughs> there's no sneaking on this one so uh, get that in and you have until uh, we'll say toward the end of the month and then we'll We'll draw those out. The catch and release of these fish is important, and tell us a little bit why it's it's important to let these fish go back and.
5: Well, on the walleye side, which is I'm I'm mostly passionate about, is that uh, we don't do a whole lot of stocking efforts in Wyoming for the walleyes. In fact, when they do stocking, they t- tend to uh, trade out with like North Dakota for trout eggs. And so that's a lot of times how we get our walleyes. Um, I will mention that the Game of Fish is working on raising some walleye. So the stocking efforts are hopefully going to be looking a little brighter in the future. But, you know, right now, a lot of our lakes are just kind of dependent on natural reproduction. So in the month of, you know, May, April, May, when water temperatures hitting that 50, mid 50 degrees, those walleye will start getting into spawn. Mode and um, obviously you can know the males from the females um, pretty pretty easily. But those bigger females, they'll they'll uh, hatch. You know, you know, put down a million eggs or so. You know, for a large size walleye. So it's really important just to kind of get those back in there, not get them too stressed out. I mean, they certainly are fun to catch, but you know, we want to we want to keep those fisheries going as good as and for as long as possible.
1: So keep that in mind when you're heading out, uh, whether it be on. On the, the river or any of the the uh, the area lakes or reservoirs around that, when you catch something at this time of year, you know let let it go back and, and uh, produce some more to help the fishing in the area. And for doing that, you could score this uh, pretty cool prize with the uh, catch and release photo contest going on till the end of April. So, you got plenty of time to get out there and, and relax and put your water in there, or your line in the water, and, and enjoy what we have here. That's right.
5: And uh, i looking forward to seeing a bunch of really cool photos.
1: Yeah, can't wait to see them all. If you're a fisherman, or a fisherwoman, or a fisher kid, We want to see your photos and I could score you a gift card. Make sure you go over to this app. Link up with the Facebook page of Rocky Mountain Discount Sports Casper. Thanks again for joining us on the show. Another great show next week. If you missed any of this show or our previous shows, you can listen to them on demand inside the radio station app.